I love the way that walkers always say hello to each other. Um, obviously not in the city, but you know, it's just like almost suggesting that they would do if it wasn't for the fact that in the city you don't have time to say hello to everyone. Oh. Hiya. 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 You see? <laughs> it's very nice. The walk is cold. Hello and welcome to Wanderings, an audio companion for those who walk alone. I'm Amy Conway, a performing artist and theatre maker based in Glasgow, and I'll be walking with you. This is a podcast about loneliness. A podcast about loneliness designed to be listened to while on a walk. You don't have to listen to this while walking. It's only a suggestion. Just remember that for the duration, you have been granted permission to wander. Throughout the podcast, you'll hear my voice. Sometimes I'll be walking with a companion, sometimes alone, but always with you. So come with me, and we'll walk together. And I really wanted to, what I'd figured out many years before was you can't underestimate what somebody can and can't do if you free them up. You know, I was written off, I was written off, you know, I'm, I'm just dyslexic, homeless, single parent. Yeah, um, okay. And I got a degree and I got into teaching and I got into making work, making my own work. And, and, um, and if I can do it, Anybody, you know, we can all yeah. do something. Yeah. A- anything's achievable. But it's like, you know, obviously we've still got to sort of work within a certain parameter, but those parameters can get pushed back yeah. all the time. Sorry. <laughs> but overexcited. Yeah. That's Laura. She's artistic director and founder of Loop Theatre, where I've been working as a freelance artist for the past eight years. Loop is an inclusive company that makes theatre with people with learning disabilities and specialises in street and community performance. Laura is passionate about a lot of things, but creating more inclusive spaces in the arts and increasing the visibility of people with disabilities is top of her agenda, and a global pandemic certainly isn't going to stop her now. This conversation was recorded on a soggy, still slightly snowy walk with her dog Sasha in early January around Partick in the west end of Glasgow. <sighs> yeah, what, what were you saying? What's this park called? This is Dice Park and I discovered it when I moved to Partick about five years ago. And I've just, I've always had these little spiritual moments here, little 
because I don't know the, the way the trees are, because it's down a bit, you can always hear bird song. Uh-huh. And then you get these little beautiful things like this, look. All these little Christmas baubles all strung up between yeah, the trees. It's like a little Christmas sculpture, isn't it? Yes, yeah, but it's magical. And I, and I love the fact that it's still there. Yeah. But yeah, just I, I don't know. I just, I just really like this. It's a, it's a tiny space. But then I'll show you as, you as we walk along. We go up this lane, and I, I just also like lanes. <laughs> a little hidden away bit. Yes, it's, I think it, I think this is a little hidden gem. It's obviously tiny, um, but I, I just, I mean, look at that tree. Is that not, not a really cool tree? That's, um, it's fantastic. That's a great shape. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've just I've had moments here where it's like I don't know. I felt I felt a bit of despair, and I just sort of sat and I just breathed in and I listened to the birds and solutions came. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. You know, and it's like so, small things like stop thinking about this negative shit and put in an action. Um, but yeah, I think I think a place can do that. I yeah, think absolutely. a place can hold something for you that. Well, uh, that uh, the, lets you get into a head a, he- a headspace. Yeah. Where you can clear things and, and or let them breathe. Let them breathe. Yeah. Indeed. And uh, yeah, just uh, is this the usual uh, route with Sasha? This is one of the routes. Yeah. Um, this is my when I, I I don't want to walk up to Downhill Park because even though it's another small park, but it's. It's, uh, that's where all, she hangs with all the dogs, but it's, it's up a hill and I've been too scared to go up the ice. So. Oh, I yeah, know. This is, a, this is a safe walk. I would normally let her off the lead, but I'm not going to because I don't think you're going to want me screaming, Sasha! <laughs> very selective hearing and sometimes you get cats up here. Now look okay. at this just here, look. I love this. This would have been an old garage space and someone's turned it into a little garden oh. by using, upcycling the, 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 the tyres. Yeah. And... Um, They've just started doing it during lockdown, so they've used the, the bricks to brick it off and just make it a little garden. I just think that's just so lovely. That is really nice. Hello. And again, look at this. There's all these lovely, lovely trees around here. And this, you, can, you can climb up here. I'm not going to do that today. You can <laughs> climb up here. Look, squirrels. Um, I love nature in the city because I'm a city girl, but I do like, I like a bit of nature. But I also <laughs> like to know I can get a cup of coffee as soon as I eat one. I hear you. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I just, I just love this lane. It's, it feels yeah. a bit magic. You know, like when you're a kid and you walk somewhere and suddenly you think, I'm going to be in this fantastical land. Uh-huh. I always uh-huh. get a sense of that when I come up here. Like you're going through a portal into another yes. world. <laughs> yes, through, through the wardrobe. Yeah, and I guess it's probably not very you know frequented <laughs> no not too much there used to be when I used to do this was my route for a long time when I just take Sasha for a longer morning walk but I, I, she, just because she's older now she gets a big walk with her her dog walker so um, but yeah, we're alright <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, the other side of the lane is, is we might need to pick up through it a bit but uh, it's just it's, it's I visually really like the space there and you'll get it Absolutely. And, and have you really enjoyed the changing of the seasons? I, ha- I mean, I certainly this year, I've yeah. noticed them more than ever. Yeah, yeah, I do. Seeing I the do. same tree and going like, wow, look, this month, 
it, the trees are, the leaves are a different colour, oh, and now yeah, there's something it's really budding. nice about each of the seasons, because I like the nakedness of the trees, you know, because you really get to see their bones. Oh, I love that, I love that, that the skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I have to watch because Sasha finds things and occasionally eats a bit of dog shit. <laughs> um, I think the dogs must get better food than her and it's the meat getting recycled. Oh no! It's oh. <laughs> awkward. Oh, well, <laughs> it's a dog's life, isn't it? <laughs> but I think this, this, this area, um, it's quite, I mean, I'm, I'm not, this is not my area because I'm Partick. This is the kind of slightly mm. nicer end of Partick Hill yeah. going into Hindland. Um, so I'm not part of the community, but they do, they do kind of be, really work together. And it seems to, it's quite, quite neighbourly, which is something that I never wanted to be part of. Um, because, why, why not? Because I, 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 I didn't, I didn't want no one know my business. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. And again, look, just this is just these lovely, just all these adventures that you can see going on. Yeah. Here. And you can imagine all the sort of mystical creatures that could. You can tell you're a storyteller. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because I see you're seeing like the narrative and the and the possibilities and yes. in all of these what other people would look at and say this is just a derelict a back road so it's just it's beautiful that you can see so much in it that i think lots of people would wouldn't look at twice yeah. it's a way of looking at the world it is um it is. do you but you you say you're a city girl and yeah. you spent a lot of time in Lo of that in London. Yes. Um, do you think London's a lonely city? Oh, um, well, it wasn't for me. No? But I was lonely for a long time. And that had nothing to do with where I was. It was about me. Okay. You know, so I felt the loneliest I'd ever felt was when I was married with two children and living in a nice house. Really? I felt less lonely. I had been, I was, um, I was homeless for two years, living in temporary accommodation with my daughter. And we had a massive sense of community then. Um, we were all, we all, there was this camaraderie. Because it also put us all, it put us all these like, poor single parents and put us in this suburb in London. That was probably, that was tough because people weren't nice to us. Oh, okay, um, okay. So you were out of place. We were out of place, yeah. They were nice to me because I was one of the, the, the neighbours initially were nice to me because I was one of the few white people. Then they realised where I lived. So they, they'd stopped talking. My daughter wasn't allowed to play with their kids or anything. Oh, no. But anyway, so that was tough, but... Because of this camaraderie, because of we were all outsiders, even though our backgrounds, I was doing a degree, there were other people there who'd had very much, 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 much harder lives. I was there by accident rather than circumstances, I suppose, but my background was different to most of the other women there. But yeah, we all, we all pulled together. We all used to cook, share. Somebody would bring one bit of food and somebody would bring, you know, we used to just put everything together and eat together and look after people, each other's kids. It was actually me mostly doing the babysitting. Oh, really? I was studying 
Whereas they were all going out. Did you feel sore about that at yeah, all? I didn't no. mind at all. No. I, I didn't want to go out. I felt I was too old to go out. I was 26. <laughs> 20, 25. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought all my days were behind me because I'd been quite fast. Right, right. I thought all my days were behind me. Yeah, right? you had a pretty wild youth. Yeah. Okay. But it, it, it sounds like the less you had the more you actually felt part of a community and the, the, the less effort. lonely you were. Yeah, the more effort we made. Right. So London, is London a lonely place? I think London can be an incredibly lonely place because it's huge. Mm-hmm. And, but I think wherever you're living, you know, like I you know, like, you know, said, like, you know, living in Glasgow, I could still be, I would be lonely. <sighs> yeah. Of course I had time. Christ, when I was on my own with a kid. Before I ended up being, in fact, pre-homeless when I was in a rented flat. This is my exciting lane here. <laughs> Look at these little sheds up here. I like how, just it, how it's framed little... through this uh, it? tunnel. Yeah. It's amazing. And can you imagine some little pop-up performances, like having little characters in each of the sheds or something? <gasps> yeah. I know! A right? promenade performance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the, your brain's ticking. I, I can hear it. It's so loud. It's too many things the cogs. Are in it at the moment. <laughs> it is very cold today. Um. It's early January 2021, the year that things are supposed to get better, <laughs> we'll see. Um, and it's, un- I feel like it's unseasonably cold, <laughs> definitely got a, um, uh, a bit of a, a dicey walk um, on the way here. Uh, just like on pavements and stuff there's a bit of black ice and um, I think because it rained yesterday and then it just froze overnight Um, and I would not be cycling in this which is what I um, sometimes do for exercise (laughs) or even running but I feel like if I get my walking boots on um, and get kitted out uh, I'm not too bad but um, it's not icy here. I am under the trees um, in Pollock Park again. And it's really sunny. So, I love low winter sun. It's amazing. And it's just at the right point where it's making all the tree trunks golden. And despite it being freezing this mud still hasn't solidified so (laughs) I'm making my way through the sculpture bits I 
company, I just wouldn't have done it. Okay. It wasn't. It wouldn't have happened. Yeah. This was the path I was on. Yeah. And when I and, and bear in mind, I, when I was asked to cover an uh, you know a, a drama class for support for learning, I was like, oh God, really? Went into the class and I, I am, um, and I've been working prior to that with excluded groups. I've always worked with excluded groups. It would have been with women's groups, refugees and with young people, disenfranchised young people with right. behavioural issues. Um, so. so Luke was the culmination of all those years of, of yeah, of working with people that are marginalised. Yes. Typically yeah. in society, Absolutely. and bringing them together and creating—it's got. We've, I feel like there is a family atmosphere. Yeah, got absolutely fundamental in this. Which other theatre companies? I don't know, but at least what my, from my experience is very rare. Yeah, I mean we we we. I think because we really did build ourselves from the ground up. Yeah, you, know, you hear about other companies and they're like, oh. They went and they sorted out funding. And it was like, no, yeah. <laughs> we've got an idea. I've got a fucking passion. This is going to happen. And bloody hell, Amy, it has, yeah. right? <laughs> I know. But it's, 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 it's because it's built on passion and it's Hard. built on love. Yeah. That's why it's the way it is. Yeah. And, and I think it's the source of community and support for... Everyone in it, in, you know, staff everybody. and yeah, participants. Everybody. But certainly is for me. Well, God, for me too. Oh, I think, I think, in the current circumstances, if I wasn't doing Luke, if I wasn't being able to make, you know, a lot of plan, Amy. You'll know that about. <laughs> well, it might surprise you. I'm not sure. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, I can. A lot of plan. Um, you get on board with that. <laughs> and I like, you know, coming up. We, we, we're just in the process of looking at how we can take. The Injustice League, our superheroes who are working with the powers, our superhero powers, which are can be seen as something as a negative thing. Yeah. But our powers are our assets. You know, or, or what our defects can be our assets. Yeah. Um, and taking those superhero characters and taking them out into the community. And we're planning on building that. You and I are having these conversations. How exciting is that? It's so cool. I know! <laughs> and I know the global pandemic is a real stick in the mud. I know. <laughs> but it won't be there forever. No. And this time to plan has been really useful. Yeah, bedding stuff mm. in. Yeah. But I, I do also like acknowledge that like, it's, 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 been a real, it's had a real impact on a lot of our participants. Yeah. A lot of our company members have really suffered yes. um, from the isolation and the lack of social contact. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky I'm in a bubble and I've got a two-year-old grandson who I, uh, I've just started uh, babysitting overnight and I was a bit like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm really doing my daughter a favour. <laughs> I'm like... I can't wait. I'm going to get annoyed by a two-year-old and get some cuddles. <laughs> but it sounds like it's actually been pretty... Oh, it's been brilliant. Beautiful, yeah. No, no, yeah. No, it's been really, really lovely. And he happens to be a, a, you know, incredibly pleasant child, apart from when he doesn't get his own way. Well, he doesn't not get his own way. I'm his nan, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do what the hell he likes. So, it, uh, if I don't, you don't mind me saying, I think you're... Uh, 
an amazingly resilient person. Oh, thank you. Uh, but and but I have a lot. I have a lot in common in terms of like we're both living alone. Yes. Um, during a pandemic uh, in a city, um, but you seem to have uh, coped really well. And, and I don't know maybe that's more life experience, but like what? How how do you cope with like? those moments of loneliness well I um, have a, a a past that has involved being a bit wild and crazy and having changed the, the life, my lifestyle cho- choices mm-hmm. um, over the last many many years um, I speak to other people who have also changed those lifestyle choices and I help other people who want to make those lifestyle choices change their lifestyle choices and because of that I'm able to help others which is fantastic um, and I've learnt to ask for help uh-huh. when I need it I mean I'm not in any danger of turning back into a, a wild and crazy kid that's long gone but um, so Bizarrely, the, because of the changes that I have made many, many years ago, because of bad things, uh-huh. have meant I've got this worldwide support network um, of people. So I can, especially with Zoom and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can, I can check in with people. And like I said, I still um, have the privilege of working with women. Um, who maybe aren't around as long as I am, so it's uh, you really value that, yeah. yeah. It's it's it, that's what's saving my napper. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So if I stop thinking about myself, get out of self, go and help somebody else, yeah. Funny enough, my pain, which can be huge, I woke up this morning, you know, was it this morning or yesterday morning? I can't even remember. I, don't, I want to walk on the mud because I oh, mud. Like okay, cool. Slushy, and I might happy, end up happy the to bottom. Yeah. Um, oh fuck! That's why. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a bit got cocky there, Amy. Oh, no, I know. Let's take slush. it easy. Oh. <laughs> um, just slushy. But uh, yeah, so my uh, lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's a bit, an open, opened up opportunities for me, and yeah, no self pity. Yeah, I lose the will to live. I, I, I get into that a big, big like it's so hard for me, but I don't stay in it anymore. Right. So it literally can last half an hour. I can stay in it if I choose to, if I want to be, you know, sick as fuck, or I can go. Oh, I'm going to ring someone else and say, Do you know what? I lost the will to live this morning, and they'll go. Oh yeah, me too. Or. Okay. Um, have, do you want to try this meditation or you know is there anything under pit anything else going on it's like well not really right right so you have to go to work at it I have to work at it all the time yeah I, I have worked really really hard at my spiritual and emotional and physical well-being yeah so. yeah like the, the idea that the that well-being is is something that like we have to go to as everybody's obsessed with like skin you know good skincare regime and and exercise but like we need to do the same regimes for our minds and more so 
Uh, and I, I, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Well, it's, you know, it's a work in progress. Right, my mum bought me some ridiculously expensive skin cream. Um, uh-huh. And I, because I used to do all of that. Um, so she's, she's like, oh, I could have done with the money. I just used 2.99 shit and maybe a bit of, uh, but yeah. But it is, yeah, self-care. And, and self-care can be all that nice stuff, face masks as well. But mine is to kind of go, what's the root of this fear? Okay. You know, what's, the, what's this thing that's troubling me? And it might be nothing and it might be something. When things aren't going the way that I want them to, self-loathing is the first thing that comes in and it's like, okay, what else is going on? Uh-huh. Well, I'm fat, I'm a piece of shit, nobody's ever going to love me. Um, they're lies, they're lies. So the, 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 but those lies... Like, they still torment you, they... No, tor- they don't torment me. Okay. They tickle me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They'll come in because I'm like, going, no, get yourself to fuck, I'm not playing with you. Right, right. I don't have to suffer torment. I, I suffer pain. Okay. And I do suffer at that moment. And then when that comes in and then I get to the root of it, uh-huh. I, can, I, I can then bat it away. Right, right. It's temporary, it's, it's fleeting. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, it's absolutely fleeting. Jeez, oh. But it's surmountable. It's, yeah. But like I said, I'd be lying. I, I was lying on the floor the other day, and I, I oh, it was. I don't know. I was worried we weren't going to get some funding application stuff, so I had a bit of fearing okay. about the future of the company. And then this, the blooming playlist to my yoga class came on, and it was into my arms, and it came. Oh, class crying. Oh, and then I and and but, but I'm not very good at crying. And I, and, and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And then I was thinking, oh, no, I hope the yoga teacher doesn't see my body shaking because it was such a right. so The self-consciousness gave yeah, in. Like, I don't want, her, don't want her to feel sorry for me because I'm fine. I'm just having a moment. But then I did feel like, you know, and I do feel sad. And when I say this, it's like I, I haven't seen my mum for a year. My mum has lymphoma. Yeah. Um, it's hard and it's sad. And you know what? It's like, oh... That sadness came up and visited me at that moment. And it wasn't anything to do with funding. And it wasn't anything to do... It was about being powerless. I have no power about what's going on. So I can't see my mum. Yeah. And it, it, was just, it was just a moment, you know? something about going to the same places again and again this year that I didn't realise I would love so much seeing it through the seasons and seeing it through the, the different weathers or my different moods it's just, it's never the same place Today everything has frosty tips and <laughs> funnily enough there seems to be still quite a lot of bird song. But yeah. It feels comforting to tread the same path.
I love a good cry, me. I'm so jealous <laughs> of people and they go, oh, I cried for 20 minutes or two hours. And I'm like, Christ. And I, I almost have to start to time myself. Oh, you've got two minutes there. <laughs> I mean, I think you're, that's more common is, is oh, less no, crying. No, I, really <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think it just depends. I think there is such a diversity um, <laughs> for yeah. those things. People process in different ways. Yeah. I think it's about back to this, you know, the, 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 the talk at the moment is about vulnerability, and that's been something I've been working on for the last couple of years. It's just like it's, I don't always have to pack up my troubles. Um, I can, I can say, which is why, you know, when, when I'm in a class and I the people, and I'll check in with them and say, you know what, this is how I'm feeling today. I'm feeling a little bit sad today. Yeah, yeah. Because also I want to be able to open up that conversation so people can say, you know what, I'm feeling a little bit sad too. People will meet you there. Yeah, and they do because, but but also because they don't they don't necessarily expect it from the boss, the teacher, the director, whatever. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Taking that, taking that vulnerability into the, into your creative or and or workspace. I think maybe a lot of lot of leaders and people that are uh, are in positions of power, they think that if they they show that vulnerability, then the people will lose faith in them yeah. in their or in their ability to lead. Yeah. But it can strengthen your connection to the person as well as sort of their, their, your faith that they're a real person and they're they're human and that they have. And that you yeah, you have something in first. common with them. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> and because. I think we all, I think, uh, well, I don't know, there are a few people who don't seem to have the same internal dialogue that, that people like you and I do. We have very different reasons why we, we have as, but the kind of the self-doubt, the, um, those yeah. sorts of things that can happen, right, or that, you know, the low, this, that moments of, of uh, our self-esteem being challenged. Um, questioning. Yeah, the self-doubt, the questioning, is this the right thing? Have yeah. I hurt someone's feelings? I don't give a fuck anymore. Right? Oh, I do so much agonising over, like, yeah, what I did I and how I could have done it better. Thinking, and that's why I was like, it's fine. I know, you do really fine. call me on it. You're really good at calling me on it, which is I appreciate. <laughs> because I've been there, I've been you, I've had that, and that's. It's like I, I recognise it in so many people who, who, who again, maybe had, haven't had the same lifestyle choices that I had. But I thinking it, you don't have to go to the. I'm going this way. Yeah. Oh gosh. But yes, that like you were saying that <laughs> it's. Letting go think. of what people, what yeah, people think. I know it's so freeing. So, but when I used to teach in my classes, right, and it would always be the most obnoxious student. I would bend over backwards to help the obnoxious one, rather than be like, do you know what? You can get yourself to bed. But, but I think it was because I was the obnoxious one. I was this angry kid. Um, you know, just. I'm a mess, hot mess. Um, so I see these other little messes, and you'd be, be, but now I'm like, do you know what? It's wonderful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you feel loved and valued in this class, but no more or less than anybody else, because I, I'm not worried if you like me or not. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really useful for other people as well. You know, they know that they can't manipulate you or. Um, 
guilt trip you, you know, like they don't have a power over you. No. So, and they probably re will respect you for that. I think people still, though, I have been manipulated. Uh, I've, I've let people manipulate me sometimes because I'm not always great in consultation. I'm getting better at it. Right. But, you know, God, I'm 58 years old and I'm still, I'm still learning all the time. I think, and I want to be learning, I want to be learning at 78 and, and 98 if I'm still around. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. know, I want to still be, I, I don't want ever think I've got it cracked. But I would like to be able to be a little bit clearer about my boundaries in certain situations. So I've still got, you know, I still suffer a bit from people just less, less. But um, but yeah, not really, not really. It's like you've got to just say your piece, haven't you? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, like don't leave anything unsaid. Only women I support, I say, I say this with love. And as long as they know I say, I say this with love, they know they're going to get tanked. Oh, really? Right. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's your disclaimer. That's your sort yeah. of, uh, you can say anything. When you... Well, it's like, you know, if you're going to come to get some, uh, a, bit of, a, bit of, a bit of guidance, some, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. A bit of a chat about something. So, yeah. But yeah, I think you're good at cutting through the bullshit and connecting with people very, very quickly, especially, well, especially people that um, have additional needs. Yeah. 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 And also, why would we treat somebody different? Yeah. That's the whole point. Everybody's treated different, infantilised. Mm -hmm. Right? We're, talk we're, we're, you know, we're, we're all here as humans. We're all here. We're talking about that human first. We're all here as humans. We're all trying to just get on with it. And, uh, and also, because a lot, of, a, lot of, uh, a lot of our guys, because they've been infantilised, they've learned to be incredibly manipulative. And I don't sign off on that. <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm going back to it. <laughs> As I've been. And actually, there's got to be an element, you know, so if, you have, if you haven't got kindness, Boundaries come. It takes years. It doesn't necessarily have to take you another 20 odd years, but boundaries take years and years and years to, to, to learn and come in. And, okay. And, um, so always remember when we're talking, I could be your mum. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, what I mean is that I've got a lot of years of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so, so a lot more time to practice these things. And I certainly wasn't in my 30s. Jeez, I was so riddled with worrying about what people thought of me. And, and God, I used to run about after people so much because I didn't want anybody, I wanted to show what a good person I was. <sighs> um, yeah, that rings true. Um, I put a lot of energy into making, trying to make people like me. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it's, just... it's actually self-harm. I've, I've never heard it described like that. I, hadn't, I, haven't, I don't think I've ever necessarily described it like that before, but I, do, I actually think it is, because what we're doing is we, we're, we might as well be hitting our head against the wall. Uh -huh. You know, you uh -huh. can do all these things, you can buy people presents or... Hi there. Hello. Hi, yeah. Hello. 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 Hello
Yeah, she did it. Is that a staff? Is it? Aye, aye. Oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you've it was at this point in our conversation that Laura stopped to let a homeless man pet Sasha. He told her about his dog and how when he had lost her to cancer, he had to be let out the back door of the vets because he was crying so hard. Laura stood and listened and smiled and nodded sympathetically. Afterwards, when we were out of earshot, that she told me that she'd already listened to the man tell the exact same story before a couple of days ago. Routines, honestly, Amy, by the way, the Cali Collective, this is not a pun, um, <laughs> they're doing 30 days for £30 for their online yoga class. Oh, right, right. It's a mind body app. Uh -huh. and Honestly, I mean, I get up every morning at 6.30, well, no, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I get up at 6.30 to do their 7 a.m. class. Oh, well done. No, but that's, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a lark. Yeah, yeah, I you know, yeah, you've um, already, you've always said that. Yeah. Um, and that does set you up for the day. That must be amazing, you know. Well, because whatever I've physically done during the day, by the time I get to... Five, six o'clock, my fatigue is in and it's game over, so uh -huh, I might as well use uh -huh. the time. So you're like, jump running at the day, <laughs> full pelt. Well, I do, that's why, you know, there'll be like teen messages at eight o'clock in the morning because I've had some inspiration while doing my class. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I, I do like, I like to get up earlier as I get older. So I assume, I assume that's gonna, that trend is gonna continue. And then, but that, that um, the yoga class I do just because that's that's helping my disciplines are. I attend a yoga class. Well, can we just go right this yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. It's like a certain yeah. I, I attend a yoga class six days a week, which really helps. So yeah, disciplines as well. You know, how, how, in terms of managing this, is well, I haven't stopped working. Actually, haven't stopped working. Do you think this time last year we had the community project that was doing a tour, finishing its the last bit, at the end of the tour. Yeah. And we had the tour of the for the shopping centre, the pantomime. Yeah. I know. That was a busy month. And then we went into fucking lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> and and then <laughs> you like were every day we're like how can we get funding oh, to rabbit, continue yeah, no, I, was bloody rabbit, I mean yeah. it was but i mean it I was terrifying it was impressive guys... but also like i'm like whoa uh, I, was, I just I, I was really fearful for our guys i know yeah, if I we know. didn't have if we didn't have something in place which is why it was like what well, we started yeah. we just going okay we'll just do these little activities and pre-recorded material to start off with and then we got the funding yeah. so within six weeks or less than six weeks. Yeah, roughly. It was so quick, and that was, and that has been the most con my most constant thing, as well as Samaritans throughout yeah. lockdown. You yeah. know, though, yeah, and that has created structure for me, and and I'm so grateful for it. You get to play. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'm so lucky that I have a job where I get to play, with playful people. Yes. Mm -hmm.
I wanted to thank you for coming with me this far. It's been lovely to have you, really it has. I've felt you by my side all this time and your presence is appreciated. I don't mind spending time alone so much these days. In fact, for the most part, the solitude is very welcome. But it's always good to have company. There's only ten minutes or so of the podcast to go. I hope you're somewhere nice and can listen in peace. Or that if you're feeling lonely, you know you're not alone. I've been there. I think we all have. This too shall pass. So, I, 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 this is a question I've been asking um, um, uh, pretty much everyone or lots of people. Yeah. Like, what do you, if you could think of, what, what do you think is the antidote for loneliness, for society, or the cure, if there is one? <laughs> Get out of the house, look at somebody and smile at them. See those people we were talking to? Uh-huh. That's what I do every day. Yeah. Do you know? Uh-huh. I just, it's just engaging. Pick up the phone. Because you know what? You might be thinking they don't want to be bothered. That same person will be sitting there thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But be nice. Just <laughs> be nice. Be kind. See, you know, help your neighbour. All of those things. Yeah. My... And the rest will sort itself out. It just, it just does. So, um... It is asking people to take a leap of faith. And I understand that some people who feel lonely, it's because of maybe there's mental health issues, there's trust issues. And rejection, and yeah, yeah, so rejection. much rejection, yeah. And um, so it's very easy for me to say from my, from my grand old age to say these things and my experience. But I wish I'd have known those things. In fact, I remember when I was really, when my daughter was born, I was on my own, I was 23, I was with a baby, with, and I was coming home from the hospital with the baby by myself with her. her the biological father was a, a prick and had been very, very unkind to me. And um, I was coming up with my Two of my neighbours, they smiled at me, and I looked at them and gave them a dirty look. Right. And it wasn't, I really wanted to talk to them. Right. Well, that was protection, right? A self-protection. It was, just, it, it was just, it was an auto thing, because I had decided... I had created a narrative that was not based on any facts, but they didn't like me. I'm not that fucking important. <laughs> right? uh-huh. Do you know, we... we the, the, yeah, so, so the, we self-sabotage. Yeah. Which is what I was saying about this, you know, that, that, that kind of, like, um, people-pleasing is a form of self-harm. That's the same thing. It's that kind of, like, I'm, I don't trust who I am. Yeah. So, you know, to thine own self be true, try and find that. But that's, it's much easier said than done. But ask for help. If you're lonely, first and foremost, ask for help. Talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Because there will be somebody who, who, in fact, 
honestly, as I said, that other person will be thinking the same. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. We're, and we are all in this, particularly yeah. for anybody in isolation just now. We are all in this together. Yeah. But making the effort to help somebody else is without any attachment, without the need to, for accepting that you're, you, somebody might not smile back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I suppose it's, it's altruism. Yeah. Um, not expecting a return. But yes, it takes courage. That takes courage yeah. because... Yeah. Get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, I have been tempted this last year. I mean, they are, you know, that they are love givers <laughs> for sure. Love givers are also conversation starters. You know, I, conversation I am, starters. Yeah. Yes, of course. We see the people we've spoken to. It was always because they wanted to ask about the dog. Yeah. Um, so, do, do you? Is it so easy to start a conversation with a stranger because of Sasha? Yeah, but I do talk to people. <laughs> now and I'm much more mindful of that now if okay. I'm out by myself like particularly with older people because right. I think and I don't mean my age older I mean like my mum's age older people in their you know 70s 80s 90s really really feeling it so somebody just stopping and having a chat with them I had a chat with a lady on the street a couple of days ago and by the way I'm not a superhero in any way safe or form so I don't want to make it sound like I'm always doing good things I'm not, I'm selfish and self-centred to the core at times, but I could just see she was just wanting to have a chat. So we just started talking. Yeah. And she was telling me about the walks that she did and and I thought, oh, I really need to be somewhere, but how, how important is it not to take ten minutes to listen to someone? And I felt good about that. I you think know? the gift of time is one of the most generous things you can give. Yeah. Because everyone's so busy. It's, it, of, of course, like, with there's so many things to take up our time and absorb us. And, yeah. And our phones can be, can take up 100% oh, of our times yeah. if we let them. Yeah. But, yeah, looking up. Yeah, if you want to combat loneliness, stay away from social media. <laughs> actually. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm in favour. I use it far too much. I've been l- less so, but I, I try to kind of keep it just to kind of work-related uh, posts. And I haven't really... I don't really know what yeah. people are up to because I can't be asked to scroll. Yeah. I mean, we can't completely out- rule it out because it, it does connect people. Of course it does. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I do take that back, but I just think you've just got to watch out for it. If you get it... Once you get... Start measuring yourself next to... Oh, God, I hate all that. Sorry. I, I do my classic ADD brain where I'm jumping from one thought to another. Um, I hate it, what's happened to women particularly, but and men as well. You know, this whole kind of... These people who want to look like they've been on that love island, which I've never seen. I mean, I can't, part of me's like, should I, should I have a look at that? It's like, no, no. I don't want to. It's You're disgusting. Right. But, but the whole, you know, tits, teeth... Um, again, perfection, the perfection, or whatever. Of, this you know, is very specific, specific idea of perfection, which is bogus, <laughs> made really up by bogus. someone. Can you be careful when you're throwing those? There's people walking. Well, they would be. Huh? <laughs> they would be. Throw them at the, keep it in the park. Look, 
shit. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to you, no, obviously. No, no, I just like to tell people off. <laughs> it's as you're right. Wanderings, an audio companion for those who walk alone, is conceived, recorded, and edited by me, Amy Conway. Wanderings is produced by Stephanie Katie Hunter as part of Incubation, a project funded by Creative Scotland, with music by Jamie Cook, additional editing and sound design by Tessa Flannery, and graphic design by Sean McGonagall. With special thanks to all my walking companions this series. I feel like since I started making this podcast, I've become so much more aware of sound. I'm... um, on a walk in Queen's Park at the moment and it's mid-morning I thought it would be quite quiet but it just seems like there's so much going on and that not one corner is a quiet haven but I find that actually quite nice I think I've at least today it sort of makes me feel like I'm part of something. Um, I'm a part of this city. And even though there's a pandemic going on and restrictions being um, introduced left, right and centre, there's so much life is happening all around me. And I'm never really alone. I think I like that.